Well, bless the Lord. I am here with you again another day to share with you from the Word of God in regards to what the Bible says. Oh, this Word is so wonderful. It saturates my heart and my life. Thank you for being with us today. And I trust that as we share, Lord, that you will be blessed. The song that we are looking at entitled, A Child of the King, taken from Romans chapter number 8 and verse number 17. In the third stanza, he said, I once was an outcast, stranger on earth, a sinner by choice and an alien by birth. But not being adopted, my name written down, an heir to a mansion, a robe and a crown. I'm a child of the king. A child of the king with Jesus, my savior. I am a child of the king. What a joy it is to be a son or a daughter of the king. And this time the king of kings who is none other than the Lord Jesus Christ who gave his life for you and I so that we can have life and have it more abundantly. In the verse, Romans chapter 8, verse 17, he said, If children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified with him. Can the child of God, the believer, the born again one, the one that is adopted, the one that is known as an ambassador here on planet Earth, can the believer, that person, lose his or her salvation. Wow. Now God wants us to be sure of our salvation and know that we are forever saved. First John 5 and verse number 13, these things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God that you may know that you have eternal life. So he wants us to know that we have eternal life. It is not in him to have us to be uncertain not hoping that at the end we will somehow or another receive this eternal life. But our hope is that at the end we will be accepted by Him because we are already accepted by Him. Now, may I say that as Noah and his family were in the ark and as they were absolutely secure before God shut them in from the outside. Remember, they were in the ark. God did not shut them in as yet. But before that, he shut them in from the outside. Oh, so all believers are safe in Christ, in God. In Genesis chapter 7, verse 7, And Noah went in, and the sons, and his wife, and the sons' wives with him into the ark because of the waters of the flood. And they that went in, went in male and female of all kind, as God had commanded him. And the Lord shut him in. If we compare Colossians chapter 3 and verse number 3, the scripture says, For ye are dead, and your life is hid with God or with Christ in God. May I say, however, Many have taught and do teach that a believer can fall and be lost. Some folks believe with all of their hearts that they can be saved this morning and lost this evening. 
Some folks believe that they can live for the Lord all the days of their life just before the day they die. And the day they die, they do something and they can lose their salvation. And why some of them kind of think this? And you know, again, one of the things that we must be aware of is that the scripture does not contradict itself. And in a time we find scriptures that seem to be contradicting another scripture, it only means that we do not have the true understanding or the clear understanding of that scripture. Now, there seems to be four reasons for such a view that you can lose your salvation. And I want to be plain and give you both sides of this. I want you to know that I'm quite aware of some of the things that are said, and I'm even quite aware of some of the scriptures that are used in this regard. What are some of the things said that would cause them to lose their salvation? One, many say that we are weak and we fail. And you know, it is true. We are weak. Our strength comes from the Lord. And we do fail at times because we are not perfect. And they, they say we wonder if we can endure to the end. So because we're weak, because we feel, some folks feel that we cannot endure to the end. So if we cannot endure to the end, then we would be lost. So salvation there is based on enduring to the end. Secondly, many say uh, we know of some who appear to be real Christians who apparently have fallen away. They looked at them and they say, hey, that was a true child of God. That was a real Christian. But look at that person. He or she has fallen away. Some scripture seems to teach a possibility of believers being lost. Let me read some scriptures for you. Matthew 24, 13. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. Just, just keep these in your mind. I'm going to come back and deal with them for you. 1 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 27. But I keep under my body and bring it in subjection, lest by any means when I have preached to others, I myself should be a cast away. They take that to mean that you can't be lost. Scriptures like John chapter 15 verse 6. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered. And men gather them into the fire. They put them and they are born. Galatians 5 and verse number 4. Christ is become of no effect unto you. Whosoever of you are justified by the law, you are falling from grace. Now, sometimes they use the man Judas as an example. And they say, look Judas. Judas was a child of God and Judas lost his salvation. I also know of scriptures like Hebrews chapter 6, verse 4. For if it is possible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted of the heavenly gift and were made partakers of the Holy Ghost and have tasted the good work of God and the power of the world to come, if they shall fall away to renew them again unto repentance, seeing they crucify to themselves the Son of God afresh and put him to open shame. How about scriptures? Like Hebrews chapter 10, verse 26 to 29. For if we sin willfully after that we have received the knowledge of the truth, there remaineth no more sacrifice for sin. But a certain fearful looking far of judgment and a fiery indignation which shall devour the adversary. He that despised Moses' Lord died without mercy under two or three witnesses. 
of how much sore punishment. Suppose ye that he be thought worthy, who had trodden underfoot the Son of God, and had counted the blood of the covenant, wherewith he was sanctified, and unholy thing, and had done despite unto the Spirit of grace. And then there's a fourth thing they say. It is said that the teaching of eternal security of the believer is dangerous. Why? Because it encourages clearly that loose living is accepted. They say we encourage careless living. And they say that those who teach that give a license to sin. Well, that is not true. Because the truth of the matter is eternal security is one of the greatest motivations for one to live a holy and a godly life. Eternal security. The eternal security of the believer is there for the believer to live a holy, godly life. Now, how do we answer these four questions? These questions that was asked. My time is up for this morning and I will answer those questions next morning. Our Father, we are so thankful and we pray that as we take our time and go through the scriptures that your servant would not be here defending any position, but that your servant would present the word of God as it is, and that people would understand what the word of God says and why you say what you say. Bless your word to every listener. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you. It's going to be a great day. Just go and enjoy it. Be safe and continue trusting and serving the Lord.